Welcome to Family Yields Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Walter. Thank you for joining me as I delve deeper into topics of family life through the lens of permaculture. Today on Family Yields Podcast, we're going to be talking about experts. Experts are those people we look to at our worst and most difficult times. So today I'm going to be talking about parenting particularly. Sometimes we're in the state where we're just having one of those days and we really wish we knew how to fix the problem. I don't know about you, but I often find myself in this state where I just want so badly to know what to do. I want somebody to come along and tell me how to fix this situation. We all wish we could wave that magic wand. And sometimes it feels like there's a person out there who's got all the answers and all you need to do is find that person, the one that resonates with you, read what they got to say, and you're going to apply these things to your life. And then all of a sudden everything's going to work out. Everything's going to be perfect. You're going to have that wonderful, beautiful vision of a life that you have in your mind. So the truth is this, that magic wand doesn't exist. Um, And although there's some amazing people in the field of parenting and some people who are offering some wonderful things, there is no magic cure. And I think that this really relates back to permaculture. Uh, Permaculture being, uh, in my mind anyway, something where we're looking at systems and trying to figure out how they're working. How are they operating so that we can figure out where are the places where we can improve the system and where are the places where things are already really great. Uh, and then maybe try to enhance those really great parts. So when I'm thinking about permaculture parenting, I'm thinking about my family as a system. And just like in our gardens and just like outside, when we're trying to grow and cultivate things to serve our needs, we're doing the very same thing within our homes. And that is not a process that you can just read a book and then apply things. Um, In our home and on our farm, we've tried that. Uh, My husband is very, very strong at reading books and getting information from them. Uh, And so many times what we've tried to do is apply that information to our farm, to our homestead, to our permaculture gardens. And sometimes it just doesn't work. And the reason why it doesn't work is because our soil is different, our environment's different, our climate's different. And there's a whole host of other factors which we don't understand because we're humans, right? So I think when I'm thinking about parenting, I try to apply the same philosophy. Sure, there's excellent books out there and things we can definitely learn from. Like, for example, we wouldn't even know about permaculture if it wasn't for the books that we've read about it. But there's a limit. There's a limit to the effectiveness of those books and what we can bring from those books into our own lives. Um, And so that's what I wanted to give you as a gift today, is that permission to read parenting books if you choose to, um, and take from them what it is about that book that resonates with you and leave the rest behind. And also take that stuff from those books and really have a look at how are they going to fit into your family systems. So when you come upon that problem, it's not, okay, well, here's the band-aid that I'm going to put on that. It's more, let's take a pause. Let's back up a little bit here and take a look at our family system. Take a look at what's happening. What's the dynamic? Most of the time what I'm finding in my own home, with my own children, and even between my husband and I, is that we really, really want to be seen. We want to be seen and understood and heard. And that actually has to do with brain science, um, because our brains are hardwired to go into these 
fight or flight or freeze states. And as soon as we kind of hit that state and we're kind of going into our more animalistic ways of relating to each other, no longer are we being logical, no longer are we being rational, no longer are we responding actually. Um, most of the time when we kind of hit that spot, we go into reactive mode and no parenting book that you've ever read um, is going to help you in that situation, right? Like that situation is a situation of self-work, a situation where you have to have done the hours of experiential learning that you can't get from a book. And I think for me, I went through a large period of time where I thought I was going to find the answers in the book. Um, and I definitely found my next level of growth, right? Like, what do I, what do I know now? What am I doing now? How do I want to change that? Uh, which gave me a next step, right? Like, here's what I want to look at next. But it certainly didn't solve the problems in the heat of the moment. Um, and I think... I think therein lies a kernel of truth for every heat of the moment, right? Is that that is not actually the time to be solving those problems. In that moment, you know, like if there's a screaming match or um, if you're really triggered by something your child is doing, that is not the time to be kind of trying to diagnose and dissect it and try to figure out what's going on. That's the time where you need to slow things down. Uh, slow things down and really focus on the connection between you and your child, between you and yourself, actually more fundamentally, right? Because it's impossible to connect with someone else if you don't know what's going on for yourself. So our strategy right now is super simple. Just let's slow everything down. Let's try to get through the storm, uh, the fight, fight or freeze storm. And on the other side of it, maybe take a zoom out look, right? So get away from the details and look more at the system. It's like, okay, well, what might have been triggers there? What are some things that are going on for me? What are some of the things that might be going on for my child? or children, um, and how can we look at those? And what kind of changes can we make? And the changes can be small. They should be small. Small, doable changes. Things that you can do that will just help. That will just help that tiny little bit. And then maybe the next time, the blow up won't be quite so bad. I think what is important to recognize is that Life as a family is not perfect and it's never going to look perfect. And what makes you a family is being able to wallow in all the discomfort and all the things that aren't perfect together. And growth journeys are not linear and they're not pretty. And sometimes what we read in books by experts is that they should be, you know, do X and Y will happen. But at the end of the day, you are the expert in your own family and you are the one who's in charge of that system. And so you're the one who has to pick and choose what's helpful and decide what your family needs most of all based on your observations and your interactions with the individuals that are part of the system and the system as a whole. Thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Julie Walter, and this is the Family Yields Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please support me by heading over to patreon.com slash familyyields. You can also head over to familyyields.com where you can find products such as the Homeschooling Empowerment Course, which teaches you how you can revolutionize your homeschooling, as well as a homeschooler's motivation toolkit to give you ideas for how to get your kids to do those things they just don't want to do without both of you losing hair.